to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bobby Hawk. And I'm Elizabeth Placencia. And this is where we follow the strand to witness our fates. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing tonight, Elizabeth? I'm doing okay. I've been up since like 3.30 this morning, so I'm a little strapped for energy, but I'm oh, going to be, wow. be fine. Wow. Well, I'm glad you could join us. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm trying to think about it. Uh, you know what? I've probably been up since about five this morning, so okay. not quite not quite as long as you. But uh, that's when I started work this morning was five a.m. Well, you actually were at work at at five. Oh, okay. So you were up at three thirty to be there at five. I got you. All yeah. right. All right. And usually Tony would be with us tonight, but he had some other things to take care of. So Tony, just know that we're with you. And uh, we love you, luck. Tony. Yeah, we love you, Tony. Good luck at uh, dealing with what you got to deal with. But uh, enough about that. Uh, Elizabeth, why don't you hit us up with this week's rhyming summary? All right. Season six, episode nine. Belle follows the strand to her son's dreamland. Emma and Hook are on the chase to see what Rumple has done in this case. Rumble's baby is born in a flash. To save him from Rumple, the heroes must make a quick dash. Rumple's mother is also finally revealed. And this week's Changelings. Changelings. So it was hard to come up with a rhyme for Changelings. <laughs> uh, what did you think of uh, tonight's episode? Just you know, quick spoiler. Honestly, you know. it baffled me. I was at a loss for words. I couldn't make any notes the first run through. There were certainly quite a few things going on this week. I will give you that. Yes, um, much true. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, sorry, I was trying to check on the chat room. You, uh, you've got the chat room up, you said, right? And no one's in there yet. This, uh, yet. Oh, wait, we have guest 5802. That is probable. No. Oh, it's Aaron. I, I should oh, say hi. Hey. Hello, Hello, Aaron. How are you doing? It's it's great to see you in uh, chat. Uh, always love to hear your uh, your feedback every week, too. You have great feedback. Uh, anyway. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us. Well, it's nice to have at I least one. I how he's doing. He says he's good. <laughs> it's nice to have someone in chat. Uh, all right. So let's get into the main discussion this week. Uh, there's usually, uh, you know, a few different stories going on in each episode. But this week's main story seemed to be about uh, Rumpel and Belle. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I've always been one of the few people I felt like for, for a while now, people have been like, you know, I've had enough. You know, why can't Belle just like see the forest for the trees and, you know, just give up on the situation already? Uh, I've I've been the one person, though, in I don't don't want to say Rumpel's court, but I want I've been the one person who's actually held out hope um, and and uh, noticed in the storyline that, you know, there are parallels to real life with uh, Rumpel being addicted to to magic, you know, just like someone else might be addicted to other things in real life, uh, whatever vice that may be. And uh, just how an addicted person acts, you know, always trying to justify their actions and whatnot. So I've always, yeah. I've always noticed, or uh, I've always, I guess notice is the word I'm looking for, uh, like the, um, the allegory as far as Rumpel's story goes. But I just, I'm so like, I'm done. 
I'm, I'm done because like so many times Rumpel has redeemed himself. He has, he killed Peter Pan, you know, and himself, or he killed himself, you know, to kill Peter Pan, I guess that was, you know, he has given up things. He has, you know, uh, uh, done things for the good of others, but then it, it always seems like whenever he takes two steps forward, he takes like six, six steps, seven back. steps back. Yeah, and I then, was actually just about to use that analogy. <laughs> but then it's always at the same time, and I always feel like when they do that, the writers always try to to throw in some sort of justification as to like why Rumple acts the way he does, and. I I just don't know if I can accept any more justifications, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. Our our Aaron in the chat room uh, is saying that he's actually starting to ship Rumble again, and I asked him why. I'm waiting for a reply. Right. <laughs> I, 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 oh, that rhymed. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. you're you're getting pretty good at the rhymes there, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little practice here and there helps along. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I've been with the whole Rumble situation. I've been over it for years now. It's just, it's, it's a bad romance. Like it's just, she, he is so bad for Belle. It's a, an emotional abuse, and that's and, what it is. That's just called spade a spade. That's what it is. It's emotional abuse. And, and no, go ahead, what? Elizabeth. No, good. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, no. All I was gonna say is I feel like they tried to justify. Bell staying with Rumple in this episode by making her witness, uh, you know, the exchange between Rumple and the Black Fairy to like may- maybe like you know this is why she's been on his side this whole time because she sees you know not only the beast with or not only the man behind the beast but she sees what created the beast from the man. I mean, I've always understood where she's coming from, but at the same time, it's just enough is enough. It's just he. He has tried in the past to redeem himself, but like you said, it's it's one step forward, twenty steps back with Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, and it's, just, it's enough is enough with their romance. It's not going to go anywhere. She doesn't want to be with him. She just gave up her son. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I kind of feel like you know it is a little too little too late. And when I do try to bring up any justification, I almost feel like at this point I'm just playing devil's advocate. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So, okay. Like you were just uh, pointing out about the giving up, uh, Gideon, I guess is what, he, what she named, uh, this yeah, baby. I thought she named him. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I feel like that was earned in this episode. Do you feel like it was earned that, you know, do you think they, that was kind of fast forwarded that she was going to give up the baby like that? Or do you feel like that they've, I don't know. I feel like that just came kind of out of nowhere. It doesn't feel like it was. A lot of things in this episode feel like it's just well, actually, a lot of things in the show feel like they just happen because the writers dictate that it happens, and a lot of things don't feel earned from episode to episode. See, I don't know what you mean by the word earned, but like I the guess- story, like the story. I don't know. You, you, I don't know how to put what I'm trying to say. You have, you know, like the writers have to earn like the character's place in the story. You can't just say, this is what's happening. You know, there has to be a re you know, you, you have to give good reasoning behind why this character would choose to make this decision. And a lot of times it just feels like they just have characters make decisions, you know, and, and the decision doesn't feel earned. I, I, I don't know how any other way to put it. Well, I just think, 
I forgot my thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm just for for that particular topic with um the whole baby giving up thing. Can I can I go there? Please or, go. Uh, okay. Yes. I think it is so ridiculous. Okay, Snow gave up Emma. Emma gave up Henry. <laughs> now now Belle is giving up Gideon. It's a pattern and it's a ridiculous one. Well, I understood that I I understand each one. I do understand it. But I feel like it there should always be another way instead of giving up your child. It's really sad. Well, I mean, you actually kind of left out a few there. I mean, you got the black fairy who left, who gave up Rumpel. Yeah. You've got um, Rumpel, who more or less. But she didn't give up Rumpel for his best chance. We don't, who, black fairy? Yeah. Do we know that? We don't. She seems like a selfish B-I-T-C-H. So does Rumpel. Yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) And I mean, We've been told time and time again that it's not just because he's selfish, even though the way he goes about it is in selfish ways. But uh, ultimately what he's trying to – okay, I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, he keeps telling himself what he wants isn't selfish, but ultimately the actions he takes make it selfish. But as far as babies being gone, at least with Gideon, we have a reason that we're now no longer going to see the baby as opposed to just, like, barely ever mentioning baby Neil. <laughs> that, I, you know, look at the bright side, I guess. But I mean, to, uh, to touch on to my next topic, which kind of goes on to this main story. I mean, as far as the black fairy goes. Oh wait a minute. Um, oh, did you? Have room, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. In the chat room. Um, so guest five eight zero two. I think that's Aaron. Um, right. Said can't blue just put a protection spell on Gideon Pan. And Pan is also that, and I don't remember. I don't know what that comment is referencing to, but I mean, yeah, I wish a protection spell would work, but I don't think against the dark one a protection spell is going to help. Yeah, and plus there were quite a few moments in this episode where he even stated as much when he was uh, paralyzed by the squid ink, and he said, "You think some squid, dried squid ink is going to hold me back? I'm much. I've become yeah. much more powerful. Much uh, more powerful. I don't know whatever he said, but I mean, they've tried to justify that a little bit." And again, yeah. uh, what was I saying? Did you have anything? Uh, <laughs> Pan is also a, <laughs> a witch with a pain, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's what he was saying. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second, Elizabeth. Um, did you have anything okay. else to touch on about the uh, children being taken away and whatnot? I just think it's really sad. And and, and um, um, what was I going to say? That... Um, I just don't think it should be that way. I think that there should be an alternate way to deal with this on the show instead of just giving up children and having them become orphans. And it's just well, that. I mean, it's always about uh, why they did it and everything else like that. But you're all. But but I think what was it that Bell said earlier? I mean, that something that comes up quite a bit in this show about giving them a better chance. Yeah. Um, that's said time and time. In fact, I think every time a baby is given up, uh, <laughs> that's what that's the justification they use is I'm um, giving it a better chance. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I almost have that like every time. Do you, do you, from, think, um, do you think Belle would have believed Rumple about what? If he had, if she had, uh, if he had told her that he wasn't the one that uh, accelerated her pregnancy, that it was Regina. No, I don't think she'd believe him. I really don't. I just feel like she would 
think it's a lie or an excuse to get her back. But at the same time, I almost feel like even if she did believe him, it would be like, well, she wouldn't have even been able to do that if you hadn't given her the power to do so. Because, yeah. you know, like Regina wouldn't even had the the magic to do that if like Regina even said it in the episode, you know, I, you know, you're the one who created the magic. I'm just the one who does the tea. Yeah. She did say that. All right. Uh, uh, I'm, so, something else I, to add? I, I, I'm between list, looking at the chat room and listening to you. So I'm sorry if I don't sound like I'm listening. I am. I'm just no, I know. having I know a hard time familiar. between the two. Um, but um, uh, Aaron says, I could see why Pan would want to be with the Black Fairy, but I don't see why the Black Fairy would want to be with Pan. And, and that's exactly where I'm going to next. Uh, so uh, like you said earlier, we finally learn why Rumple, uh, you know, who, who Rumple's mom is. And uh, apparently he, he apparently like just no one has ever treated Rumple right because no. his, his mom hated him. His dad hated him. Uh, his wife hated him. Like, so like who else, you know, who hasn't rumpled, who hasn't slighted rumple? It seems like, like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Bell's the one person who finally at the, you know, finally has said enough's enough. I've tried to give you chances because I've seen what, you know, roads you've been down and uh, yeah. Anyway, but as far, okay. So we, we learn why rumple hates fairies and uh, he's always hated fairies. Um, So I kind of, I kind of liked how that, how this backstory, uh, you know, call it a retcon, if you will, but it does jive a little more than most of the times where they try to fit stories into. I could see this being the reason why Rumpel hates fairies, but like the guest said in the chat room, what I don't see is this. What was uh, Peter Pan's name? I know he had a name when he was just Rumpel's dad, right? When, when, when it was the older man, right? Right, right, right. Oh, I don't remember? remember. I, no. I was I was trying to rack my brain earlier. I couldn't remember. But at this point, let's just say Peter Pan. I remember his face. <laughs> I'm better with faces than I am with names. Uh, so, like I said, let's just say, uh, you know, let's just call him Peter Pan. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I don't see why the Black Fairy would have gotten with Peter Pan to begin with. So, was it just like a one-night stand and then the, the fairy? Because, like... The fairy obviously has never probably even seen which which that doesn't even make too much sense either. How do you not even know like what your Malcolm? What, his name was Malcolm. Malcolm, thank you. Well, who said that? Was that you or the chat? That that was the chat. Thank you, chat. <laughs> thank you, chat. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, the uh, I don't understand uh, how the black fairy got with uh, Malcolm. I don't understand. Uh, uh, why the Black Fairy left Rumple in the first place? Why is the Black Fairy stealing babies from her, from their mother's arms? And then, what exactly is she doing with all of these babies? It's more questions to keep you coming back for more. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> I doubt we'll ever learn any of these. I mean, okay, I take that back. True. I take that back. I have a feeling that we'll probably get at least an answer to a few of those questions. Hopefully, this season. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I mean, if the rest of the show is any inkling, I mean, there's quite, how many times have we been, you know, given questions and just left with no answers? And I'm kind of tired of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's, so well, it's part I, of any it's part of any good show. It but, really is. Yeah, but what, no, no, no. What's part of a good show is actually answering the questions, at least for the most part. I do understand there has to be some mystery there. But, like, when you bring up, uh, like, okay, for instance, like I'm saying with this Black Fairy thing, 
and uh, for me, I would want at least by the end of the season, we know we've seen maybe an, an episode with her and or Malcolm to get some sort of backstory as to why she uh, left uh, Rumple in the first place. And as to, and what made her the Black Fairy? Is that something that we'll just never know? Is that just another thing that was just dictated? I we'll get to it. I, I don't know when, but I, it's not going to be this half season, but we'll definitely get to it. Well, that's another thing, too. Half. That's another thing, too, uh, kind of a tangent off of what we're saying here. But as far as you were saying about this half season, how many more? Do you know how many more episodes There's we have? There's one more episode. Next week is the mid-season finale. Really? It's just in. Really? <laughs> yeah, next week I and I don't and I think it's only one hour because when they previewed it the next week's episode, I didn't hear them say anything about special two hours or anything like that, like they usually would. So I think so, it's just a regular one hour episode. So we're not getting the Robin Hood episode probably till next half season then. It doesn't look like it. Wow. See I was totally expecting to at least get that episode in this half season. No, I, from what I saw with the, well, we'll talk about the preview later. That's spoilers. Right. But, um, huh. I, wow. I'm, and, I'm and, very and surprised. The, and, in the, and in the chat, um, our, our chat says that he thinks that, that we'll see the Blackberry again. Oh yeah. Like I said, I do think we'll see at least an episode or two. Like I said, I, I think we'll probably see an episode of, you know, what, why she gave Rumple away. It'll probably, we'll probably get a totally Blackberry centric episode. Where we'll learn why she became dark, uh, why she gave Rumple away, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure all of that will actually probably have everything to, you know, like the whole her and Rumple, like her having Rumple thing will probably have something to do with her becoming dark. Maybe there's some situation where like fairies aren't supposed to uh, be with mortals or or have children, and she chose to go against the fairies and became dark that way. I don't know. That's just me kind of speculating off the top of my head. Um. So from what uh, Aaron has heard, he has heard that Robin is in the next episode, but I could sworn he's in episode twelve. But he's got a few. He's going to be in a few episodes. So. Yeah, from what I understand, it's going to be an arc. It's, so maybe we'll see star. him at like the, maybe we'll see him like that will be the last the, 30 the seconds yeah, of the exactly. episode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ra- uh, Zelina will see him or whatever. Um, and it'll probably have something to do with the feather uh, from his bow. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say that. Well, I, I remember. I remember in the episode where like Zelina was going crazy looking for the feather for, for Regina that like Regina was like, Oh, don't worry. I'm sure it'll pop up. And then they both left the park bench or wherever it was they were standing and the feather comes floating down. Um, yeah, that was sad. <laughs> that was a sad did, moment. Um, as far as it looks like you had more to share about uh, Rumple and uh, you know what what his motivations are. Yeah, um, so Rumple said in the episode that he wants his son to love him, and I am not a parent, and I, okay. the first, and I admit I'm not a parent. But from my understanding, if you want children, you you should want children because you want to bring love into the world. You want to give love. Mm-hmm. It's not about receiving love from your children. That's great when they're older, but as babies, you need to take care of them. They need you, not you need them. And so that's my understanding of how life should be. So okay. I, think, I think that that um, his understanding is very backward. I think the key word you use there is should, um, but I think there's also been quite a few 
um, instances shown in this series where, uh, you know, like, I mean, look at Cora's last words when she looked at Regina and said, you know, you would have been enough. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes parents do need the love of their children uh, to overcome certain obstacles in their own life. Um, but that, again, that's when they're kind of older, isn't it? What? When, well, when the children when the are older? When the children are older. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, when you're talking about, uh, going back to what I was talking about Rumpel earlier, when you're talking about someone who's going through addiction and stuff like that, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes it's the love of a child that can get you out of, uh, the never ending cycle of addiction. You know, you're right. You're, you're really right. Uh, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to change your mind, but I uh, I appreciate. No, that. no, it's not that you changed your mind. <laughs> it's it's that you have you have a valid point, and I'm and I'm and I'm seeing that you do. No, but but I mean <laughs> that's that's what that's what I like about the Rumple storyline is that you know sometimes addiction, like you know when you it is a never ending cycle. You do, I mean, sometimes you can be fine for quite a while quite an extended period of time before you fall into your old ways again unfortunately um but anyway uh enough about rumple because like i said that is the main story of this episode but yeah i love when zelina and regina are together um i almost every time they share a scene it becomes one of my favorite scenes of the episode and this episode is no different um specifically when Regina okay I love that Regina came to Zelina's aid even though you know she has the feelings that she does um I really did not think Regina would would cross that line that Rumple wanted her to cro- cross but evil obviously queen. she did or evil queen I know it's hard to it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry thank you for correcting me though okay but um obviously she did um but Zelina just wants to be loved and and yeah. And Regina was pushing her away and the evil queen was showing her that love. So I can't, I can almost like, I can't blame Zelina for feeling, or okay, I I can, I can see why Zelina was doing the things she was doing. Um, But at the same time, ultimately she did, you know, uh, realize that she shouldn't, I don't know if she realized. Anyway, um, the, the, the discussion that Zelina and Regina had, Whereas uh, Zelina was telling Regina, you know, uh, what about you? You were forgiven. Why can't I be forgiven? And then, uh, you know, that's dead on. I mean, you know, then Regina pointed it, came back at her with, uh, oh, well, you're not me. And the first thing that came to my head was, you know, you're you're right. Zelina's not you. She didn't kill an entire village out of spite. (laughs) So I really don't see how Regina has any room to judge as far as, uh, Zelina is concerned. I do understand that she's having a hard time forgetting as far as, you know, she was responsible for, or at least partially responsible for, you know, uh, killing the man that she loved. But I mean, come on, Regina is the last person who has any room to give Zelina any crap. And in I, my, in my opinion, know, should be the one person that should understand what Zelina is going through. When it comes to the whole village thing, all I can really say is we need to let it go. Let it I go. Can't, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I know I keep bringing that up. But I mean, that's not the only thing she did. That's just the most foul thing she did. 
Yeah, I'm. I mean, yeah, she killed Snow White's dad. Yeah, she did. Uh, Henry, right? Oh, no, mom. no. She killed her own dad. She killed Snow's mom too. Oh, no, wait, Cora killed the mom. Never mind. Yeah, and then and then uh, she uh, Regina killed her own dad. Yeah, to enact the curse. I mean, like, like I said, I I I could understand, you know, when Robin Hood was, uh, you know, against her, but in the end, wasn't even Robin trying to say that they should give her a chance or no? Who? Robin Hood before he you know, before he left the show. Selena. No, he didn't want to give her a chance. That I was thought the, the, I thought at the no, very end. No, that was Regina that was saying we should give her a chance. Okay. Robin Hood did not want to give her that baby. No, 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 no. I know that, but I thought that I I could I could have sworn that there was a certain you know like at the very last moment. I don't know. Like I said, obviously I, I was wrong. I um. Was there anything uh, you had? Uh, okay, well, so do you have anything else to touch on about uh, Zelina and uh, Regina? No, I do not. No, Sorry. you do not. No, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Like I said, I just really love um, Regina and Zelina. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I love when they're in scenes together. Uh, they they can go from one end to the other. I love when they're camping it up. Well, like that scene where they had in like the spa a few episodes ago. But then I that also love. Cool you know, touching moments between them like like there was in tonight's episode. But uh, before we move on to other topics, I do want to mention uh, uh, the Universe Box Patreon. So uh, Bill and Anne-Marie do have the Patreon that you can uh, subscribe to starting at like a dollar a month. Uh, and it does plenty of great things when you're a member. You can uh, join the Patreon exclusive hangouts where everyone gets together and it's just like a little friendly chat uh, just about any 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 discussion at all and they do that once a month uh they also have uh periodically uh different uh commentaries they might do that they only release to the patreon for the first few months or whatnot um and your donations uh go towards a great cause and that's creating great podcasts for you they have of course they've got uh we're so lost the lost podcast they do Legends of Gotham, the uh, podcast about Gotham. They have their twice uh, weekly, or no, twice weekly, twice a week podcast about uh, pop culture news, uh, the the flagship universe box. And then, of course, they also uh, produce the podcast you're listening to right now, Greetings from Storybrooke. All of these podcasts can be found at universebox.com. And uh, the sorry, I was doing so well, and I lost my train of thought there for a second. Uh, Think outside. <laughs> there we go. Uh, like I said, any any level, anywhere from a dollar to fifty dollars. Uh, fifty dollars, they'll even produce a podcast for you with you about the topic you want to talk about. So, and uh, just if you want to check it out, that's at universe or uh, patreon.com slash universe box. And remember to think outside. All right. So moving on, uh, Elizabeth, you wanted to uh, talk about Aladdin and Jasmine a bit and uh, the genie. Yes, I did. Um, so I love the scene with Aladdin and Jasmine. Um, I was not expecting Aladdin to, well, first off, when, the, when Jasmine rubbed the lamp and then the, the uh, bracelets came out, mm-hmm. I was surprised because I really thought Jafar was probably in the lamp. Yeah, so I that was a good did. surprise that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But then when Aladdin puts on the bracelets, I'm like, okay, that's cool that he feels that it's, it, I felt like it was a tribute to the genie and by extension, a tribute to Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, to 
to say he's free. He's in a, like, it's like saying he's in a better place. And as a huge Robin Williams fan, that is of great comfort to me to hear something like that. So when, um, when Aladdin puts on those bracelets and becomes a genie, um, I think it's a nice twist mm-hmm. in the story because I never thought Aladdin could become the genie himself. And um, I, I just really enjoyed that scene. Um, and I, I'm nervous to know what happens as Aladdin is the genie in the next few episodes or however the rest of the season he is the genie. Movie is any uh, if you watch the movie, I guess the last thing Jasmine could do is just wish for Aladdin freedom. Yeah, and I'm sure she'll do that, but when? No, I understand. Well, I mean, obviously, she if you know she will have to use him to do whatever needs to be done in Agrabah. But um, uh, yes, and, and I totally agree with you. I did not see that coming at all, as far as Aladdin. But to be honest with you, as soon as they fell fell out, yes, you're right. I totally thought Jafar was going to be in the lamp, but. Uh, so now where is he at this point? That's another thing is we haven't gotten like, I guess the, I, we haven't got the middle story. We, we yeah. know like the backstory of Aladdin and Jasmine. And we know that at, for a moment there, Aladdin was weakened or whatever happened to him. And then like, we don't really have what happened after that, you know, like in between that and what, and you know, Aladdin being in the enchanted forest apparently, and then being brought to here, all of that, you know, we don't really know, first of all, if any of that's true, quite honestly. My prophecy, or my prophecy, my <laughs> uh, my theory was that, uh, has always been since the first episode of the season, is that Aladdin was the, or is the cloaked figure in Emma's prophecy. Now, that theory is beginning to look less and less likely. Um I I do I wouldn't say I'd, I'll rule it out entirely, but I am beginning to you know for a minute my I felt so strongly about that theory that I wasn't even thinking of anything else, but now that you know like I said now that it's looking uh, less likely, I'm I'm wondering just who is the uh, the cloaked figure you know yeah definitely I'm wondering the same thing and and that's going into my last point here as far as what's been going on or what's what happened in this episode is. Uh, as far as Emma and Hook and the prophecy, uh, have there really been any clues? I mean, besides, I guess, the sword they just showed in this episode, have there been any clues as to who the cloaked figure is? Not that I'm aware of. I don't think that I've noticed anything. Yeah, I can't. I mean, like I said, I know. Okay, for those who might not have heard what my theory was to begin with. What I thought was, was that, okay, Aladdin was the savior and, uh, like, you know, we see that the savior, like, takes its, being the savior takes its toll on you. So what I felt happened was that somehow Aladdin found out a way to, uh, maybe go, go on and kill saviors in order to steal their essence so that, he could make himself well again. And so what I, my theory was that he was going more thing. Yeah. My theory was that Aladdin, you know, was justifying it to himself, you know, that he wasn't a villain, but that he was going from story to story, almost like a Highlander, you know, there can be only one type deal. Um, And that, that's what was, was what my theory was. But now that, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily totally negated, but I do feel it's, definitely less and less and less likely and at this point i mean i would be totally disappointed if it was uh simply just like 
the evil queen or even Regina as the cloaked figure. Cause I don't, I feel like that would be too easy. I agree. I think that would be too easy as well. And I just, what if it's maybe to throw out, you know, just a random, what if it's Jasmine or what if it's Snow White? Like, well, no, it can't be Snow White. Cause she was on the, she was watching Emma. Right? Die? Yes, I believe it's Emma Charming, or not Emma, uh, Snow the, Charming. The hook is there. And, and the Hook Henry's there. and Henry, yes. Snow and Charming. It's just yes. the four of them, right? I, I believe so, because that's what Emma's big revelation when she was when she thought Regina was the cloaked figure was that it had to be okay. someone in her group of people that wasn't present in that that group that you were just talking about, and the only person in that group that's not present is uh, Regina. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't necessarily have to be someone close to her. No, no, it doesn't. That's why, you know, like I said, you know, my original theory was that it was Aladdin. I mean, at this point, it could be Jafar even. I mean, I think it might be Jafar at this point. I'm sure the uh, the sword has a lot to do with, you know, uh, that sword doesn't look familiar at all. No. Uh, so I was trying to place like where I would have seen the sword or why that sword had any significance, but in all actuality, I really couldn't find anything at all. No, to me, but the, to me, the 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 jewel and the sword just reminded me of what was in the Cave of Wonders. Like it looked like the gold from the Cave of Wonders. That's what okay. it looked like to me. Okay. But I can't place it in there, you know. No, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I just really hope that um, it's surprising, it, uh, that uh, the story's worth it, and that I hope it's not just something stupid like it's the evil queen or Regina in the cloak figure. Because, yeah, at that point, I'm just going to throw my hands up and say, what the what the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> almost messed up there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as, far as, as far as the uh, oh, arbitrary. Oh, Bill Meeks is here. Who? Bill Meeks. Oh, Bill Meeks is in the chat room? Yeah, he is. Hello, hello, Bill Meeks. How are you today? All right. So anyway, um, on to our arbitrary. He's in there. It know. does say he's in there. Maybe he's uh, just lurking. Lurker. Oh, howdy. Howdy, Bill. <laughs> All right. So anyway, like I said, on to our arbitrary scale. Um, out of 427 babies stolen from their, stolen from their mother's arms. Horrible. Liz, what are you going <laughs> to, Liz, what are you going to give this uh, episode? Poor babies. I'm going to say, like, 200, like, Wow, you not half. like this episode, huh? It wasn't my favorite by any means, um, and I just, I, I've had a hard time figuring out what to say for this episode, you know? Like, I've been kind of at a loss. Well, I feel like you've shared quite a bit. I mean, so, so okay, you say you don't know what to say about this episode. Is there anything in particular that makes it uh, scale so low for you? Um, you know, I just, no, not that I can think of it. Just in general, you just didn't care for the episode. Yeah, huh? pretty much. Yeah. Is there, okay. Here, here, here's maybe an easier question. Is there anything you liked about the episode? Can you point out like a few things you maybe actually liked about the episode? Oh yeah. No, I, I like the scene with Aladdin and Jasmine and the tribute to the genie. I, I love that. Yeah, it seems like you've liked a lot of the Aladdin and Jasmine story this season. Yeah, well, I've always had a crush on Aladdin. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and, he, and he's now now a very cute actor. So there you go. Yeah, uh, even, even though he's Bill Cockney, not it, Indian. <laughs> Bill gives it three hundred and eighty-four. Okay, and as far as does does he have any reasoning? As far Do you as have any why? Reasoning, Bill? 
<laughs> well, I but, love that he says I love an arbitrary scale that involves tragic babies. Yeah, I kind of I, that the uh, the arbitrary scale was definitely in honor of Bill Meeks this week. I was definitely thinking of him when I made up the arbitrary <laughs> scale. Um, <laughs> and how many but, babies would you give it? Okay. Um, this episode has the same flaws I've always had. I definitely liked quite a few of the character moments and uh, different beats of the episode. But all in all, when you try to step back and, and fit it into everything that's going on, I really don't know how much it jives or how much the story was earned. So I'm kind of I'm, – I'm, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, Elizabeth. But I'm probably <laughs> right there with Bill Meeks. I'm going to say 377. Okay. All right. Then. All right. So, uh, and then, oh, and Bill said, um, it was decent. Love the black fairy twist. Okay. As far as probably, I guess he's talking that's about why he gave it 384. Right. As far as the twist of him being the, uh, her being her mom. I just wish that we could, we could get, get any kind of backstory on someone who actually treated Rumple with respect because at this point, like anyone, it doesn't you know, exist and it's really yeah. sad. I guess Balefire. Maybe that's why he loves kids so much. Is like the only the only people who have shown him any love are his kids at one point or another. Well, kid. I mean, the one can't show him love. The new one can't. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe that's why he's stealing babies because that's the only per only anyone any only time anyone has ever shown him any kind of love. But anyway, uh, that's enough for this week's. Uh, Story and Session. ratings. So on to the news. Elizabeth, what do you have for us this week? All right, this week I have the ratings for the episode, and then for our first, I have the um, synopsis for next week's episode. Okay. So, so first off, the ratings mm-hmm. for Changelings. ABC's Once Upon a Time This Sunday drew three point three million total viewers. And a 1.0 rating ticking down to its second smallest audience ever, yet ri- rising a tenth from its most recent episode all-time demo low. Wow. I'm not really sure what all that means, but that's what I got. Well, from the sound of it, it does not sound promising. Sounds it like doesn't. Uh, I mean, if we get one more season, we'll be lucky. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what happens. This, uh, what the ratings will be like in this next half season. ABC always has a tendency to not uh, release as far as renewals or cancellations until very, very far into the season, almost like to the end of the season. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure we won't be hearing any news uh, one way or the other for quite a while now. As long as it doesn't get canceled without wrapping it up and then a nice pink bow for me, then I'll be fine. Yeah, at Um, at the very least, as long as they're told, you know. But to be honest with you, at this point, I kind of feel like they would need another season to wrap it up. Uh, um, yeah, I think so too. Not not successfully. I don't know the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I have such a, I, you know, I have a big vocabulary and maybe that's why I'm having such a hard time to find the words I want to use because I have so many to choose from because I cannot think of anything tonight. I don't know why. Um, but you had some. Tonight. We're Tony, we're lost without you. <laughs> Come back to us, Tony. All right, uh, what other, you had some more news to share with us? Yes, I want to share the synopsis for next week's mid-season finale. 
So wishes fly when Aladdin's lap falls into unexpected hands as Gold and Belle work together to discover an imaginable danger facing their son and our heroes uncover a weapon capable of wounding the evil queen on the winter finale of ABC's Once Upon a Time. And there's a little bit more. So it's, it's titled Wish You Were Here. When she learns that our heroes possesses a weapon capable of defeating her, the evil queen steals Aladdin's magic lamp from Jasmine and makes a wish that could sideline the savior forever. Unwilling to wake Snow and Snow while Emma is missing, David works with Hook and Henry to hold the evil queen at bay in Storybrooke as Regina goes on a rogue rescue mission. While Golden Bell faces surprising danger in to their newborn son on the winter finale of Once Upon a Time, Sunday, December 4th, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC Television Network. <laughs> wow, that sounds like quite a bit going on in next week's episode. It sounds like a bit going on, but I am so excited because I personally love season finales and mid-season finales. They're always the best episodes because they do tie a lot of loose ends up. And they are always really exciting. And from seeing the preview of next week's episode, Emma is in the Enchanted Forest and Snow and Charming look really old. Like they, like the, it see that. the curse I, never has happened is how it looks. That will, I think that will probably have to do with the wish that Regina makes or the evil queen yeah. makes. So I'm really excited to see next week's episode. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll have a lot to say. Yes. And, uh, and if you have anything to say, you can always, uh, Call in to our uh, voicemail or leave us an email. Give us any kind of listener feedback you have. Our email is greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at gfstorybrook. And our Facebook is uh, uh, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Or if you want to hear your voice on the interwebs, you can always give us a ring at 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. And unfortunately, this week we have no feedback. Aww. <laughs> but like I said... This makes me want to cry. Well, like you I don't want to make me cry, audience, do you? We've been having great feedback every week, uh, specifically from some of our regular listeners like Aaron. And it was great to hear from him in the chat room and i do think that the holidays this weekend had a lot to do with uh with why the um you know why the lack of feedback this episode so hopefully we'll get back in the groove you know like like i said we were away for two weeks then we had the holidays so you know maybe next week we'll actually get some feedback uh you know run don't walk to to your computer to your phone uh whatever you have to do uh throw us a line let us know uh, how we're doing even, not just about the episode. Let us know what you think about the podcast. And uh, you can do that by going to iTunes because I'm sure all the iTunes reviews have like little to nothing to do with us. So let us know what how we're doing with, uh, with the new rendition of Greetings from Storybrooke. So uh, I think that's going to gonna be about it this week, Elizabeth. I, I think we're through with our notes and it uh, looks like it's going to be a little shorter show than usual. Do you have anything well, else to add? Thank you, Aaron, for joining us in the chat room. Thank you, Bill, for joining us in the chat room. And hopefully we'll get more feedback next week. And Bill said that there was some comments on the YouTube, but I didn't know to look there. So I, now we now we know to do that. Yes, I will. I Actually, I should. I, that's one thing I, I've been slipping on. I should have checked that, honestly. My, I didn't even know. So, I didn't so even now I know it. what not to help. <laughs> and another thing I did fail to mention, uh, just like Bill and Aaron did, you can always join us every Monday 
at 9 p.m. after Bill and Anne-Marie are done live tweeting Gotham. Uh, join us at 9 p.m. at live.universebox.com to discuss every week's uh, Once Upon a Time. And I guess next week will be the last week for a little while, uh, at least. Yeah, until the season comes back. Right. It's 9, right. 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Did I not say Eastern? No. Oh, well, you always have a good team. You always correct me on that, Elizabeth, and thank you. <laughs> but uh, until then, right. Greetings, Greetings from Story. Oh, hold on a second. Maybe I should cue up the theme song. I was doing so well. All right. <laughs> uh, Until then.